Well, folks, welcome to one more edition of Politics and Renamic Berto Willis, your host. Thank you so kindly for being a part of the show. We're going to have a great show for you today. What is the show going to be about today? Let's get busy and find out. Today's show is, and here we go, Mississippi Governor on Repentant for Killing Folks, Kumar winning 2022. MAGA crash test dummies. Somebody used that phrase. What does it mean? We got a lot to talk about. Uh, let's see. Michael Rodnin. It's Monday. It's Monday here. So I bring a flood of worthwhile articles for your viewers' consideration. I'll try to keep one short, except for the last one. Everyone is worse than we thought. Amazon documentary details the dangers of lack of action on climate change. Global warming is an existential threat. The world is on fire, but not a single major nation is on track to do something about it. You know, sometimes we have to die first, huh? Fossil fuel extraction must be kept bare minimum to meet Paris Agreement goal study. Fossil fuel corporations will never agree to this on their own, even as we face climate breakdown, climate meltdown. They have to be made to do so. That is where we talk about capitalism, right? They're, you know, the way capitalism works, they think... Well, we'll burn the place up, and then later on, when we can't live in it anymore, we'll find uh, we'll capitalize other technologies to solve the problem. Again, these are not science-based people. These are people who went to business school, where there is an abstraction between, rather not an abstraction, where business has nothing to do with science, nothing to do with science. If science helped them, great. If burning up the planet hurts them, I mean, helps them for the short term, great. And you know how we know that? We're living through it. 2,185 scientists worldwide demand fossil fuel non-proliferation treaty. Listen to the scientists warning or perish. Nabisco strike ends after union members approve new contract. Union power and government regulation are the last two bastions against unchecked corporate power. And we have... Usually with us, uh, Yvette Avery, who is our resident union person. Our labor unions were Occupy Wall Street's key forgotten conflicted ally. I saw that article. The chances for working class unification via unions still exist, despite corporate power doing all they can to dismantle unions and leftist movements. And that's because we are allowing the lies to penetrate people's heads. P.S. Egberto. This is one I hope you can read in full after the show. I'll check it out. Michael Rodden also says one in 500 U.S. residents died from COVID-19. Yes, this is true. Put things into perspective. Idaho allows overwhelming, has overwhelmed, allows overwhelmed hospitals across the state to ration care. Hey, you know what? Do you all remember when the Republicans used to talk about uh, death panels? Guess what we have in red states now? Death panels. We never had them. Obamacare was never about death panels. But now Idaho has death panels. Republican state. COVID has overwhelmed our healthcare system. Idaho is currently operating under triage. Universal DNR do not resuscitate. Anyone who is too far gone to help will be allowed to die because trying to help them will take too many resources better used for patients healthcare workers can save. We're not at the peak of the next wave yet. Death panels. Death panels. Remember that word. Death panels. May Wood. Hello from Long Beach, California. 
Michael Rudden and Chris Rock reveals he has COVID, urges followers to get vaccinated. Trust me, you don't want this. Celebrities who use their fame to push worthy causes which tangible benefit people's lives are making the most of their status. About the only job women do for... This is the, Michael. Michael, how many more do you have? About the only job women do for Kabul government is to clean female bathrooms, acting mayor says. That's ridiculous. Amid high security, small pro-Trump crowd rallies at U.S. Capitol. It was funny. About 200 people appeared. There were more photographers, police, and journalists there than people. Last one, two polls. 59% of GOP uh, voters say believe in the lie that Trump won 2020 important being a Republican. At 61% of Republicans consider support for Trump to be a crucial part of what it means to be a Republican. A supermajority of Republicans are TFG, too far gone. Trump has created a cult personality that has taken over the Republican Party and infected conservatives with culture war nonsense. They have zero political uh, positions for the tangible betterment of the people's lives and so much have zero political partitions with supermajority polling support. Their current brand of fascism isn't going away and I don't know how to fix it. Um, you know, it burns off. It will burn. We as a nation are in serious trouble and the next few elections are going to be insane. That is true. Maywood says, what happened? Maywood, I lost the video feed. Had to do leave and come back. Eric Hayes says, hi, all right here. Saki just lied and she said people should get vaccinated so they don't catch COVID, which is not true. Still catch it even though vaccinated. They lie and twist. You know, Eric, Eric, uh, all of us have always said, we have, when we talk about the vaccinations, we have been talking about vaccinations ad nauseum. And we talk about the efficacy of the vaccine. And mathematically, if we say the efficacy of the vaccine is 91%, which I think is what it was for Moderna or, Moderna or something like that, that implicitly tells you that you believe some people who take the vaccine will still get COVID, just not as bad. Again, when when you listen to the right-wing news, it makes you less than smart. If we talk about the efficacy of a, of a, of a, of a, of a vaccine, and if somebody says, you take the vaccine, you don't get COVID, and 91% of people don't get COVID, then you're you are correct and telling the truth for 91% of the people who would have taken the vaccine, and 9% wouldn't get it. To try and put stories like that out, Eric Hayes, you are defeating the purpose. We want every American vaccinated to stop this pandemic. Otherwise, they are natural-born killers, okay? It's that simple. If you know that not getting everybody vaccinated creates a problem, you are a natural-born killer. Killer. Rose Williams. Hi, everyone. Howla. Rose, uh, please define fair share in the terms the left love to you. Fair share means getting what you've worked for, what you've earned. In America, no employee of a corporation gets their fair share if they're not an executive or high-paid individual in that corporation. The definition of capitalism is to take your excess labor and use it otherwise. And what is your excess labor? What the people actually getting 
executives, they are the ones who are benefiting from your excess labor. It's a statement of fact. It's not arguable. It's not disputable. The fact of the matter is when you work, you don't get all of what you earn for that company. Punto y final. It's not, dis- it's not disputable. D- if a shareholder is getting money, he didn't, that money didn't materialize. That is the amount of money they're not paying you. The destruction of the environment cannot be reversed. We are living through a million species threatened with extinction to capitalism. This is unchecked. Absolutely true. Nanette Birdsmith, welcome aboard. There are lots of fibs coming out of Washington. I, well, uh, well, not as much as it was when Trump was there, at least. That's a good thing about it. Trump was a bastion of lies. Uh, the destruction of the environment cannot be reversed. Uh, Maywood says, replying to Eric Hayes, Eric, it is true you might catch the virus, but your chances are greatly reduced. And if you do get breakthrough infections, the infections it greatly mitigates so far as likely to wind up in the hospitals or serious. It's, a, you know, again, uh, Eric, Eric is, you know, you know how savants are, right? Savants are you, you, you go ahead and you pick on something. And you continue over and over and over. It doesn't matter that you're shut down all of the times. You continue to bring it up. That is what the right-wing machine has done to the mindset of many. And what we have to do is talk to our brothers and sisters. Eric is our brother. We have to keep reinforcing in his mind the opposite of what the other side has done to him over his upbringing. Because he was brought into that domain. It's not his fault. He was brought up that way. And that's why I love everybody. That's why I talk about how do you talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. All right. Uh, Idaho residents revolt. COVID-45 Delta bouts warfare. Yes, true. E2247, welcome, my brother. Literally, I'm speaking, don't spin the words. You can, uh, again, uh, it's not about spinning the words. It's about what things are. Michael Rodden says, if you are fully vaccinated, you're probably not going to get badly sick or die from catching food. And nearly no one who got the booster shot died from COVID. Exactly. Saki said it literally doesn't. That is misinformation. No, if she says it literally doesn't, she means just about doesn't. Okay, Paul from Fleming uh, checking in. How you doing, my brother? Uh, Michael Rodden says, average daily deaths from COVID in the United States have surpassed 2,000 because of the, what again? The unvax people who are nothing more than people carrying AK-47 and the bullets are the virus. Eric Hayes, capitalism got you money for your show, right? And guess, no, 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 no. I didn't need capitalism to get money for the show. There's a, I mean, capital, and, and that is, that is the lie that they tell you. Remember what I said, Eric, right wing make you stupid. And I don't mean you, I'm not saying you stupid. I'm saying right wing media makes those who listen to it stupid. Because they are likely to say that. That is almost like saying, in 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 a in. Give me a, 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 a democratic socialist country in Europe that have a lot of bloggers, that's doing exactly what I'm doing. Capitalism didn't give them a damn thing. They have healthcare for all, Medicare for all. They have childcare. They have all these things that this supposedly best country in the world doesn't have. That we progressives are trying to bring forth into this country to make it a better country. Uh, Savants actually have skills. (laughs) Stop it, Eric. I mean, uh, stop it, Michael. Eric is our friend. All right, Eric, how about the 15K humanity problem in Del Rio? How about it? You know what I say about the 15K problem in in, in Del Rio? I saw 
people on horses whipping those people that are coming over in desperation over the, the, the river. And I say to myself, I don't remember us treating all Cubans of that hue when they came across the uh, came across to, from from Cuba into Miami. I don't remember seeing anybody on horses with whips or anything because we have that touch the land first policy with Cuba, right? But for Haiti, oh no! If y'all ever really knew the history of Haiti, Haiti is a basket case, not because Haiti deserved to be a basket case. Toussaint Lavatour, let me give a little bit of history here, brothers and sisters. Toussaint Lavatour was uh, the slaves in Haiti. Haiti became the first black nation in the Western Hemisphere, free nation. He beat the French out of out of Hawaii, I'm not, not Hawaii, out of Haiti. And you know what the rest of the world did? The, the Western world did? They went to Haiti and said, if you want to continue your existence so that all of us don't come and bomb you to smithereen now that you're a liberated country, you must pay us, in other words, France, you must pay France for all this property that we left here. And you know what the property was? Those black bodies that that went for freedom. And Haiti had no choice for decades and decades and decades. Haiti have had to use their resources to pay for their freedom from those who had enslaved them. You want to go any further? And America and all these other countries, they didn't want to help Haiti as a new country. Because they didn't want their slaves in their countries to get any ideas. Here is, a, here is Haiti, the first black country. The country that says, we want our liberation and we formed a new country doing it. But no, no. So all the history you learn in school, Haiti is a basket case. Those people can't take care of themselves. They can't govern themselves. No, they can't govern themselves when you have your boot on their necks. I bet you didn't know that history. Look it up. Now, they are coming to Del Rio because they are a hurricane, earthquake, everything has been, it was just a calamity in Haiti. Just a calamity in Haiti. And then what happens? And what happens? Oh my God, the people are looking for, for they're trying to get out. You know, when there's a calamity in England, and when they, they didn't have their freedoms in England, the pilgrims, or before the pilgrims, Jamestown, they came to America. They came to America because they didn't have what they wanted in the lands where they were. They came to America and they came on the land. And they annihilated the native people on the land to form their own, the United States of America. These people that are coming over, they're not coming to conquer America. Those people who came to America, they conquered it. They committed genocide. They committed slavery. These people that are coming, they just want a life. When we learn in our souls what it is to be honorable, when we learn in our souls what it is to be moral, then we can talk. So Brother Eric... Learn some morality and never again, brother, do I want to hear you talk about what's occurring from Haiti 
up into America. The truth of the matter is Biden should be ashamed of sending those people back to Haiti, a place right now in, in utter despair. Biden should be ashamed of doing that right now. So I don't want to hear it, brothers and sisters. Those people that are fighting for getting a better life in hate. Okay? They've been running from hurricanes. They've been running from all of this. That all these, all these countries have gone into Haiti and screwed it. And yeah, they've used their, their, their they've used Haitians, you know, just like they've used uh, Candace Owen, just like they've used who was the guy in in in, uh, in, in California. They used them as a prop. But no, let's get our history correct, brothers and sisters. Let's get our history back right. All right, let's see. Eric Hayes, especially. Egberto, preach. Eric Hayes. Uh, wow, you're telling me to preach now. All right, let's see. Paul Fleming, ATL, checking in, brother. Welcome aboard. They want freedom in a capitalist society. No, they want to have. Look, these, you ask these people what capitalism is, they don't have a clue. They came here to have a better life. I came here from Panama to have a better life. You can say, well, why didn't you stay in Panama if you, want, if you came to a capitalist country? America owns the Western Hemisphere, people. America goes to every country and extract in the Western Hemisphere. I'm just coming to take back some of my own. Okay? So please, understand history. And understand what our capitalist system does around the world. And then you'll have more compassion, not for only Americans. I have compassion for everyone called human being. Called human being. Let's keep this in our heads, people. Understand these concepts. People always say, why do they hate America around the world? They don't hate America, the people. They hate the government that has been Murderous to them. Okay? You know, let's remember these things. Larry Elder. Thank you, Michael Rodden. Thank you. My viewpoint was not to the people, so don't attack unless you... I don't care. Listen, it doesn't matter, Brother Eric, what you mean. It only matters what comes out on the screen. Who has complained with the rush of Canadians to the United States to take and then go back to their great healthcare system? You know, nobody says anything. Canadians come to the United States to profit. They come to the United States to profit because they can do all kinds of things because we have cheap uh, taxes and all of that. They can live here. But they never give up their Canadian citizenship because they have universal health care. So they come here. They don't care that we don't have universal health care. They don't care that we don't have family leave. They don't care about any of those things. But the one thing they keep is their Canadian citizenship because they can go home to their democratic socialist state and have their health care. They can go home and have all... You see, you, people don't get it. We People say, oh, everybody come to America. Yeah, they do because they can make a fast buck, not pay taxes, and then leave. You check it out. You have a lot of folks from uh, China. They come, they get dual citizenship, and they go back and they form a mint or they form a, 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 a semiconductor company or a so, or software company or whatever. Understand these concepts. It's only the peons, those of us, the 
the 75 to 80 percent of people that don't understand all these concepts, they sit down and like, oh, we we are there protecting those capitalists who are making deals to move to do things overseas and make money to cap- understand it, please. Read my book. I'm not trying to. Yeah, I am trying to sell my book. Please get my book. It's worth it. How to make America Utopia. As I see it, how to, and I sell them as a package now. If you go to politicsandright.com slash story, you can get it as a package now. If you get these three books, you understand the entire concept of what I talk about. The first one was, as I see it, class warfare, the only resort to right-wing doom. You have to, we are in a class warfare that nobody wants to acknowledge. Class warfare, this book explains how the economic system works in its entirety from patent law and all of that and how they use all of that to screw us in every domain, medicines and everything. How to talk to your right-wing relatives, friends, and neighbors. You know why I had that book? Because if we are going to make change, it's not going to be making change just because we progressives, we liberals know it all. It's not that. We have to be able to communicate with all of America because we are all together getting screwed. And that's why I wrote, it's worth it. How to talk to your right-wing relative, friends, and neighbors so that you can express things. You You can talk to them. You can talk to them on the same level. And then, of course, how do we turn this country into a country that makes sense for all of us, not just 20% of us, but 100% of us. How to Make America Utopia. And this book is actually, I always call this, still in the making because I still need other ideas. I still need a lot of learning before we talk about all those particular issues. And by the way, if you want to get the book as a, as a group, I sell them together at a, at a discount. You can just get it there at politicsandright.com store. But if you want to go ahead and get it, uh, you can also get that at, uh, at Amazon by just going to politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. Okay, let me get back to the, que- to the questions and stuff there because uh, you guy kind of got me out of tangent because I think, and I love you guys for doing this. When you, when you bring something up outside of what I'm, I was going to talk about in the first place, it's actually better because we get a chance to have a conversation, Right? We can actually have a real conversation as far as, well, Eric thinks this and Rodnin thinks this and somebody else thinks that, and we can put it into perspective. Rose Williams says, a free government system is one thing, an economic system is another. Don't conflate them exactly. Exactamente. Uh, Boy, you, you know, I should have also said that, Rose. That is so smart. People like to think capitalism, democracy. Nothing, they, there is nothing in capitalism that says democracy. You can have a capitalist system that is democratic. You can have a, a system that is it's a free enterprise that is socialist. You can have all these combinations of systems that make sense. And the best system of them all is really democratic socialism. Because socialism says we all partake of what we work for. We have, con- we have free enterprise. You want to have your pizza shop. You want to have all these things that you, you can go ahead and create your own business and do whatever you want. But you will be responsible for doing your part. Your part means you drive on the roads and for having a business, you are taking more resources than the person who works for you. And you can, you can, all of this is quantifiable. You can actually account for all of this stuff. It's important. Brothers and sisters, it's important to understand this. Paula Faison Johnson. Welcome, Paula. I haven't seen you in a while, my dear beautiful lady. Just dumping them like trash. It's a disgrace as a Christian nation. Paula, thank you for noticing that, Paula. Thank you for noticing that. I saw the pictures on the screen, and then I saw how... uh, uh, 
uh, Jen Psaki was trying to spin it, right? I'm watching Jen Psaki spin it when when uh, when uh, the two re- the two reporters, actually two black reporters, had, not only black rep- all the reporters were asking about it, right? Look at how they're treating that, and you know what they want to do? They don't want that that you remember. I don't know if you remember the Cuban rush that occurred back in the '80s. Uh, it, I think it was called the Mariel boat 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 something. And what happens is, uh, you know, since since we had the open door policy for Cubans, Castro said, "Okay, I'm gonna open up my jails. I'm gonna open up and anybody, but not only my jails. All them folks that want to go to the United States, okay, you guys have some time. Go to the United States." When it was the Batista lovers coming, right? Batista used to be the, was the overthrown uh, dictator of Cuba. When it was the Rabi Blancos, as we call them in Panama, in other words, when it was the Cubans that looked more like the standard Americans, you know what I mean. Um, you, you know exactly what I mean, Rose Williams. It was okay to have those Cubans come over, you know? They all look kind of like, uh, uh, what's his name? The senator, Senator... Uh, you know, come on, guys. Who's our our Cuban senator? Uh, forgot his name right now. Oh, Cruz. Cruz is Cuban, and another one we had. Oh, it was fine. He looks like that. It's cool. But when Castro let them go, yes, when Castro let them go, Castro let go a lot of folks who actually looked like me. And at that point, it became a problem. Porque estaban llamando, estaban tirando los negros de Cuba. A Miami. They were sending the Cubans who looked like me to Miami. Hey, we talk different language though, but they look like me. And you know, in America, those people who run the immigration and that kind of stuff, they couldn't take that. But it's okay. And it, it, you know, and it doesn't matter what administration it is. Your treatment as an refugee is directly proportional to your hue. I repeat, your treatment as a refugee is directly proportional to your hue. If you doubt me, just look at how the look at how handling has changed on the border. Had you seen anybody on horses with whips before? The first time we've had 15 or 10,000 people Trying to get in? No. Have you seen whips before? Have you seen horses and people trying to lasso human beings? I know a lot of you haven't seen it yet. Go to the internet. Go to, go to, go to uh, Twitter. I almost cried. I almost cried. Because I felt it was right back in, ni- in 1860 with the slave police doing their jobs. It was amazing. Take a look, guys. And tell me if that's what you want us to look like. Deborah John, welcome aboard. Rose Williams, China and Canada, great examples. Muchísimas gracias. You know I have the smartest folks listening to the show, man. Hey, Eric Hayes, as, as you see it. No, it's not as I see it. Uh, you know, I mean, I, we have a, 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 an audience here. I mean, anybody can refute anything that I say, and they can convince me of anything as well, because this is your show. The Chinese are becoming better capitalists than we are. Absolutely chilling. Rose, you're a genius. Exactly. Did you see that piece that I did from 60 Minutes where we have 
Intel begging the government for money because Taiwan and China are building fab, uh, fabricas, uh, um, factories that are better and can build better technology than our own factories from Intel, even though the technology was developed by Intel. Come on now. Uh, our, their, their capitalists know how to invest in science. Our capitalists know how to invest in a way that gives the stockholders more money and you pay for it in the right. Right now, we have a plutocratic capitalist system, exactly. All right, continuing, continuing, continuing. Reply, let's see what else. Uh, what else we got here? Everybody told me Cruz, Cruz, Cruz. Yeah, but Marco Rubio también. Also Marco Rubio. You're absolutely right. Who said Marco Rubio? Uh, Paula Fleming. Paula, you're such, or Paul Fleming, you're such a smart person. Let's see what else we got here. Um, okay, I'm about to play my uh, first video of the day. Um, I want you to see, you know, how... First of all, before I play the video, I want to read what I wrote this morning because I, I, I made this blog yesterday and then I got real real upset at what, you know, I, I felt for the people of Mississippi, right? I love everybody. We should love everybody. And here's what I wrote. For the first time in history, the population of Mississippi has declined as more people died than were born. Over one in 300 Mississippians died because their governor believes that vaccination and mask mandates is the, are the government taking your freedom. Believes that vaccination and masks are the government taking your freedom. As such, he is okay with allowing irresponsible unvaccinated people to kill others as they become citizens with virtual AK-47s shooting randomly. Natural selection is in full vogue. The red state governors are trimming their population, which over time will create a, a smaller, sicker population dependent on the government they claim to despise. Most red states are currently welfare states, and COVID has further increased their dependency on the government they want to obliterate. Is there any better example of a conflicting, failed ideology? The governor of Mississippi appeared on CNN's State of the Union. Does he really understand the evil that he represents? And check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. Mississippi has the highest death rate in the entire country per capita, the highest death rate. Yet, the governor is calling the mandates that the president is putting on the workplace, etc., tyrannical. But worse... Uh, when asked, are you going to do anything about it? He says, he rambles. He doesn't say anything. And Jake Tapper was in his skin. I want you to see this interview. This is how it is supposed to be done. But the question always is, why do we have to wait? Why do uh, reporters, why do journalists have to wait till things get out of hand instead of doing these things from the inception of the problem? Check this out and then we'll take it on the other side. Get boosters. In some states, a majority of people still haven't gotten their first shot, such as Mississippi, where just 42% of people are fully vaccinated, ranking just 46 in the nation. And that's partly why Mississippi now has the highest death toll per capita from COVID-19 in the entire United States. About one out of every 320 people in Mississippi have died of coronavirus. And the Republican governor of Mississippi, Tate Reeves, joins me now. Take a listen to President Biden 
singling out your state. On Mississippi, children are required to be vaccinated against measles, mumps, rubella, chickenpox, hepatitis B, polio, tetanus, and more. I propose requirement for COVID vaccine, and the governor of that state calls it, quote, a tyrannical type move. Now, Governor, I I understand the distinction between the federal government imposing a mandate and and state law. Just stepping aside from the idea of of President Biden imposing this, why are you and the Mississippi legislature willing to impose mandates for other vaccines, but not when it comes to the COVID vaccine that you yourself have have gotten? The Mississippi legislature has enacted laws for many years uh, regarding uh, vaccines of many types. It is unique uh, to kids and their ability to go to our public schools. It's not vaccines mandated in the workplace. But the question here is not about what we do in Mississippi. It's what this president is trying to impose upon the American worker. The reality is this is an attack by the president on hardworking Americans and hardworking Mississippians who he wants to choose getting a jab in their arm and their ability to feed their family. Well, I mean, the virus has killed more than 660,000 Americans. You're calling the move tyrannical. Um, just so our viewers understand it, President Biden says he's using a workplace safety law called the Occupation Occupational Safety and Health Act to justify the mandate. That law says that the government can impose an emergency order if it determines, quote, that employees are exposed to grave danger from exposure to substances or agents determined to be toxic or physically harmful or from new hazards and that such emergency standard is necessary to protect employees from such danger. I mean, for a reason to use this law, wouldn't it be during a pandemic with almost 2,000 Americans dying every day? As we look forward, uh, if this president has the ability to mandate vaccines, what powers do we not grant this president? But let's talk about what you and the legislature in Mississippi is doing, because I'm sure I don't need to tell you. Mississippi this week became the state with the worst number of coronavirus deaths per capita. In fact, if Mississippi were its own country, you would be second in the world only to Peru in terms of deaths per capita. That's a horrible, horrible, heartbreaking statistic. So with all due respect, Governor, your way is failing. Are you going to try to change anything to change this horrible statistic from what you're doing already? Yeah, well, obviously the, in Mississippi, our legislature is a part-time legislature. Sometimes I wonder if in, a, in America, if our Congress was part-time, we wouldn't be in a better position. But let's talk a little bit about better position than Mississippi what? and where your we are with the second virus. Wor- <clears throat> second worst in the world. I mean, I, I, how can Let, you say that? About, President, won't you but, believe that this is, the Delta variant is only affecting Republicans you, in red states? My so question is, what are you going to do to change this? The best way, the best thing for Americans to do to protect themselves from the virus. And again, we believe in personal responsibility. Individual Americans and individual Mississippians. So you're not going to change anything. Good, the best thing that Americans can do, number one, is to uh, talk to their doctor about potentially getting the vaccine. Because in right. our state, some 89% of those hospitalized and some 87% of those who are uh, of the deaths are actually coming from those who are unvaccinated. It, Governor, it's, it's outrageous. Governor, if Mississippi were a country, you would have the second worst per capita death toll in the world. And I'm saying, are you going to do anything to try to change that? Jake, as, as I mentioned earlier, deaths, unfortunately, are a lagging indicator. So you think this is successful? And then you want to talk about our hospitalizations. Now you want to talk about a lagging indicator, uh, which uh, is sad. And, and it's I'm trying horrible. to talk about and dead I, I, Mississippians is what I'm trying to talk about. Nine. If you want to talk about cases right now, talk about Kentucky or West Virginia or what's happening in North Carolina 
are moving into Southern Virginia. I'm asking this you about your state, but I'm not going to ask you about West Virginia or Kentucky. I'm going to ask you about your state, and I'm just saying you seem to be very, very uh, activated when it comes to fighting the mandate from the federal government. Uh, and I understand the arguments you're making, but what President Biden is trying to do is save lives. Uh, now, you can think it's bad policy or it's unconstitutional, and that's fine. We can have that discussion. We already have, but he's trying to save lives. I'm saying to you, your way's not working. And whether you say it's a lagging indicator or whatever your argument is, Mississippi now has, if it were its own country, the second worst per capita death rate in the world, behind only Peru. And I'm saying, are you going to try to do anything to change that? And I'm, I'm not hearing an answer. Exactly right. I'm not hearing an answer, but I want to show you something about wordsmithing. You notice that don't, he tries not to call it vaccine. He calls it jab in the arms. All of those are psychological cues for those who are gullible, for those who are predisposed to believe that if it's coming from a democratic uh, politician or go democratic government, that we are going to, what they're trying to do is harm us. These are psychological cues that they're using. But the one thing that, that, that Tapper did that he continued to do is, your way is not working what you're doing is not working. Don't throw, don't try to bring in other states or whatever. Your state is the worst in the entire country. And not only is it the worst in the entire country, it's the second worst in the world. And what country is it behind as far as per capita debts? Peru. So, folks, uh, these governors, red state governors, are implementing policies or lack thereof that's getting their population killed. Now, one can make the, the assumption or one can make the statement that natural selection then will reduce the population of those who are naturally gullible, but the humanity in us should not desire that reality. Natural selection is what society is actually there to mitigate. Now, once again, this governor is what we should all start referring to as natural born killers that they can know the truth and allow their gullible citizen killed gives them that title justifiably i agree again with myself they are natural born killers if you can if you as a human being can look your people in the state and say we should be against mandates or all of that. You are a natural born killer because you have no gumption is doing it. Welcome aboard. Lee Alexander, my Republican governor, has suddenly gone from sounding like the guy uh, to begging people to be vaccinated. Yeah, because, you know, he's becoming even a bigger national beggar. Folks, if you are on our YouTube channel, please click that uh, uh, a thumbs up to, to become, to like the, the video today. So please keep, click the thumbs up if you are on YouTube. Likewise, consider joining. Please click that join button and become a part of our PDR Posse. If you are not on YouTube and want to become a part of our PDR Posse, you can still do that by going to politicsunright.com slash YouTube, politicsunright.com slash YouTube. You can also support us by going to politicsunright.com slash uh, whoops, what is it? Politicsunright.com slash PayPal. If you want to support us that way, politicsunright.com slash PayPal. You can also become a patron. I need a thousand patrons and I need a thousand YouTube uh, YouTube members. 
uh, please go to politicsandright.com slash Patreon. Choose which one you feel uh, more comfortable, in which platform you feel more comfortable using to support us. PayPal, Patreon, platform, or YouTube. Uh, now, we have in one location all the places that you can find a way to support us. Go to politicsandright.com slash support. Politicsandright.com slash support has all the ways that you can support us. Look, let me tell you something, guys. I need to hire folk, and I can't afford to hire folk until I get more members. I need a 1,000 members of each, and let me tell you why I need it. In order to get or uh, I need a social media. I, now I'm starting to realize that after talking to Tom, Tom Hartman, I need a, sto- a, 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 a social media expert that's going to take care of doing that domain for us because I can't write, research, and do everything all at once. So uh, please support us. Click that join to become a part of our posse. Uh, support us in one of the other forms that we put out there. It will be, uh, you know, it, it, again, this is all for doing our cause, the progressive cause. Anyhow, uh, you want to get the three books that you heard me talk about, my three books, and I, I gave you all the reason for getting these three books, right? I gave you all the reasons for getting the three books. And um, if you want, you can get it all at Amazon or you can get it at our store. If you go to our store, we sell them together as a deal as well. So you go to politicsandright.com slash store or you can get it directly at Amazon, politicsandright.com slash books, politicsandright.com slash books. Okay, let's go ahead with the other video. The other video that I want to show you is an important one. And this is not a very long one. Uh, This is from um, Maria Teresa Kumar. Maria Teresa Kumar has a message for Democrats if they really want to win 2022. Check this out, and then we'll take it on the other side. You know, I watch all the Sunday news shows to figure out what is really the most important things that we need to be talking about. And most of the times it turns out that we don't get much. But today there was one particular statement that was made by Maria Teresa Kumar. She is a, uh, not only a pundit, but she does a whole lot uh, in the Democratic Party. And I, I want you to listen to this, and then we'll take it on the other side. But I do think that immigration, voting rights, abortion are what Democrats are going to run on in 2022, right. not what they're spending bills. But I do think that this is where the Biden administration, I think, really needs to wrap themselves around, and the Democrats need to wrap themselves around and learn a little bit from the recall, from the Newsom recall. And that is, yes, right now Biden may have had a tough week, but it is an asymmetrical conversation between him and what Trump represents. Mm -hmm. Talk about the abortion bill. Talk about Larry Elders and his totality. It's the antithesis of American values. And that's where they need to lie about. Because we right now are talking about policy, but we are right now really living in a cultural war of what is the heart of America. And that is where the Biden administration really needs to lean into. She's absolutely right. What we are in is a cultural war. And speaking policy does not speak to that cultural war, but speaking to that cultural war actually speaks to policy. In other words, uh, and that is why what she's saying is so important. If we go into this debate talking about policy and policy and policy, and we allow the right to frame an immoral ideology into a form that appeals to many on the right and otherwise, they will win because they know how to do it. We know how to do it as well. But what we have to do is frame it on a values basis. And after framing on a value basis, 
understand that out of those values come the policies that America say they want. If you value life, you value health care. If you value life, you value a vaccine. If you value vaccines, you value the, in, the implicitly all of humanity. And we can go from policy to policy to policy in the form of values, in the form of what they are doing. As she says, it's the antithesis to what we are all about. Maria Teresa Kumar, perfect statement in, one, in a few lines for the Democratic Party. And I hope they heed that message. All right, folks, if you're just joining us on YouTube, please go ahead and click that uh, thumbs up. If you're just joining us on Facebook Live, please go ahead and like the video. So uh, on, on YouTube, thumbs up the video. On Facebook Live, please go ahead and like the video. That helps us with the algorithm. We need you and we thank you so kindly in advance. The next video is Tiffany Cross. I want you to listen to this one in detail. I love how she expressed it here. Check that out and we'll take it on the other side. Tiffany Cross, host of the Cross Connection, with a recipe of sarcasm, reality, truth, and objective thought, she puts out a piece that I think everybody needs to hear about these insurrectionists that are back in D.C. And by the way, it's just a small number of them now that decided to take the chance to come. She put a hell of a perspective Onto these people who would have many believe that these are the persecuted ones. I want you to listen to Tiffany. She hits the nail on the head. Very few will miss what she says, both with sarcasm, objectivity, and truth. Check, check this out. I really don't know how to capture the current state of affairs in the United States. I'm here in the nation's capital, and just outside, there are sporadic gatherings of white supremacists and MAGA members protesting democracy. And all across these divided states, there are at least 75 million people who voted for the MAGA ruler to continue to lead this country down a path of degradation. Honestly, the best I can say right now is we tried to tell you. Let me try and paint the picture for the many who may not understand this collective frustration we're all feeling right now. Do you guys remember that time that thousands of black and brown people were just outright fed up with centuries of brutality and outrage at seeing black bodies fall in the street at the hands of state-sanctioned violence with very little consequence? And then we all got so mad about all the voter suppression and stormed the Capitol in a failed attempt to undo the will of the people? Yeah, I don't remember that ever happening either. So as we watch this brutal and beautiful American experiment unravel, we weep at the destruction of what we built for free. And ironically, we fight the hardest to save her. It's a good time to remind the people that Frankenstein was the doctor, not the monster, as my friend Michael Eric Dyson says. And now the Frankenstein, that is the extreme right, has created the monster of white supremacy, which is now cannibalizing. We all suffer because of them. From the folks who mistake masks for persecution to the folks who deserve prosecution, and even the marchers today hailing those hundreds of violent insurrectionists as heroes and martyrs. It's interesting how we view patriotism in this country. After America's history with my lineage, it's baffling 
who the bigger patriots are right now. President John F. Kennedy posed the question, ask not what your country can do for you, ask what you can do for your country. Well, the great defender of democracy, Latasha Brown, makes the valid point that that's a great question to ask from a place of privilege, when your needs are met, when your family has wealth, when you're not under the constant threat of having the ground drop from under you. But when has that ever been the collective story for people of color in this country? So as indifferent policymakers cut off benefits, continue their long, ongoing efforts to obliterate voting rights in this country, deny women their liberty, and the courts allow millions to be kicked out of their homes, and we're all getting crushed under this flawed system. I've got to wonder, when I see the right wing protesting, what exactly do you have the temerity to be mad about? When you've never known actual persecution, it's amazing the narratives you can tell yourselves. Like somehow, injustice is attacking the United States Capitol and admitting it in open court and still being granted permission to vacation in Mexico. That's Jenny Cudd's sad story of injustice. While men like Julius Jones sits in a prison on death row after receiving an unjust, racially biased trial in a murder case. And for many of you, that's justice. So, yeah, have your poorly attended rallies, always loud and proud when you're not outnumbered. Congratulations, you've somehow managed to normalize the bizarro world, and you've bridged the gap between openly treasonous and elected officials. But just know, we're all so glad that this is finally the series finale of this stale routine, because we have seen and survived this act before, and we will again. Orchestrated rage against not those who deserve your rage, but those who told you to have rage against. It's amazing. I I, I love the way she said it. The elected official meeting the treasonous, because after all, it is the elected official, the ones on the right, creating those who are now effecting treason on this country on a false pretext. But as Tiffany said, we've been here before. Others have constantly used the others of, as scapegoats when they wanted to extract more and more. We've survived it before, and we will survive it again. So it doesn't matter what you guys are doing in D.C., protesting. You are the weak ones. The ones that we are after are the ones who are trying to take permanent power, something that we won't let happen. All right, folks, I have two more videos, but I, I, I'm looking at the time and it doesn't compute. So what I'm going to do is go back to the screen and talk to you guys, uh, see what you have here. Part of it, part of it. But right now, if you are on YouTube, please remember to click that uh, thumbs up to give us a, to, to help the algorithm. Also, if you are on, you, on Facebook, go ahead and like the video. So if you're on YouTube again, thumbs up the video. All right, let's see what we got here. Tom C. says, SpaceX tourism flight raises millions of dollars for St. Jude Hospital. Okay, but why not tax rich space tourists and Elon Musk to fund Medicare for all and counter climate change caused by rocket emission? Yeah, I mean, it, it is funny, isn't it, right? Oh, wow, they are going to, they choose to donate to St. Jude. Actually, what those things, those are PR moves, and I, I hope Americans understand that. When you see these rich cats go ahead and say, oh, I'm going to donate a few dollars to, 
to these different things. Remember what happens. They donate to St. Jude, and then they write off what they've donated to St. Jude. They get a tax break for donating to St. Jude. And they say, oh, I'm such a benevolent person. I'm donating to private sector. No, we can take out the middleman. We don't need to give you the tax break so that you can donate to St. Jude. We can take the money that you have already taken from us and give it directly to St. Jude. You know, it's amazing the machinations that they put us through. You know, when they have things like carried interest. and They have all these mechanisms that we use in, in financial terms, right? They use all these financial terms to make it look like things are so complicated. Things are not complicated at all. Jeff Bezos made a lot of money off of the backs of others, and he doesn't pay taxes on that money. If that money had gone to those employees, those employees would have also paid taxes on that extra money that Jeff Bezos owes them. But Jeff Bezos takes the money, and Jeff Bezos doesn't even pay the taxes on the money he stole from you. If I can get that kind of a deal, give it to me, please. The, the deals that rich people get and then they play victim, it's astounding. And what is even more astounding is we fall for it. And what is even more astounding than that is we have those who fall for it that then become the protectors of those who are ripping them off. I mean, psychology is an interesting thing, right? And one of the things that we hope to do with politics, not that we hope to do, one of the things that we are doing with politics done right is informing because you don't go to the TV and hear somebody says that Jeff, you don't hear, you will never hear somebody say Jeff Bezos is stealing money from his employees. He's using the donations that he gives as PR. You know, he gave, uh, who was it? He gave uh, uh, uh the guy, black guy from uh, that used to work for, on the, the green energy for for um, for Obama. Uh, he gave, and he was my friend. I, I I used to interview him all the time at Netroots and at all these different conventions. Uh, come on, help me out here, guys. Black guy that used to work on the environmental stuff with uh, Obama, and he got he had to leave the job because of something that he said. But anyhow. He gave him 200, I think $100 million, right? And everybody like, wow, he gave him $100 million. And I'm like, no, that's cheap because he's going to get back a lot of that. You know, it was like the guy who went ahead and paid the Van Jones, exactly, Van Jones. It's like the guy who went ahead and paid off the, I think it was at uh, uh, Spelman College or one of those universities. This black guy, big time black capitalist, went ahead and he paid off. All the bills of those up-and-coming black doctors at this uh, predominantly black school. And everybody was, oh yeah, he's doing great. And all my friends, particularly my black American friends, were pissed at me when I wrote a blog and said, he's not doing anybody any favors. He's giving these guys degrees. In other words, he's paying for the degrees of these up-and-coming doctors while he's ripping the, the community off with, uh, what you call that stuff again, uh, gentrification. Taking away from people, taking away your, your, taking the capitalization of, or the appreciation of the lands of your people, your people, right? 
and then you're going to make you're going to give a little bit back to these doctors, right? And then these doctors are going to then say, "Hey, when I was in school, this guy gave me money. I am going to now invest all my doctor money with him." It is amazing. And like I say all of the time, we have to educate all of us because that is how the system continues to rip us off. And by the way, the system is not sustainable. And by the way, if you're still on YouTube, folks, click that up arrow for that thumbs up. Help us. I'm at 13. I don't like that number 13. Come on, somebody. Give me that up arrow on the YouTube channel to get it to 14 or something like that. Come on, folks. I'm waiting on that 14. I'm waiting on that 14. Anyhow, so, um, so as it turns out, we have to make sure and educate each other. We have to understand each other. We have to make sure, respect each other because, and that's what I talk about in, it's worth it. How to talk to your right wing. Because again, these big shots are all screwing us. They're all putting us against each other. And the truth of the matter is what we should be is taking care of what is ours. I'm coming close to the end of the show. Please, folks, continue to support us. Uh, please go ahead and click that join button on YouTube. Become a part of our posse. Uh, click that join button if you're on YouTube. If you're not on YouTube, you can still get to that join button by going to politicsunright.com slash YouTube. Politicsunright.com slash YouTube. You can also uh, support us by going to politicsunright.com slash PayPal. Politicsunright.com slash PayPal. Or you can go to politicsunright.com slash Patreon. Politicsunright.com slash Patreon. And all the methods to support us can be found at politicsunright.com slash support. And by the way, we don't only do the radio show. Sometimes people say, oh... All you do is this radio show. No. Uh, we write a lot of blogs, egbertowillies.com, politicsandright.com, the, the, the liberalnetwork.com, and several others. Also write books, of course, and you know the several books that we write. Also go on, as you guys, I, I showed you last week all the, the things that we do on the outside, meaning we make sure to, um, you know, we are actually in the community doing things. And when COVID gets, when we get around COVID, we'll be back on the streets again doing what we need to do. Yes, C. Johnson, we are at 15 now. Oh, I need to salute other people before I leave real quick. The Duck That Quacks, welcome aboard. Tom C., welcome aboard. Rose Williams, Paul Faison Johnson, E2247. I had seen somebody else that I hadn't called out yet. Uh, let's see if I can find that person because I don't like to leave anybody unanswered. Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. Rose Williams, Paul Fleming, I think I got KC Gibbs. Welcome aboard. I don't think I called you out before, KC. Uh, who else do I need to call out? Okay, I got to get out of here. My name is Egberto Willis. This is Politics Done Right, and you guys know how I end this baby. I am what? Out. We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.